Welcome to Emerald Knights, a Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. A member of the Dark Pack. Aaron plays Knox, the Banu Hakim. Gates plays Lance, the Tremere. Kevin plays Ves Tenebrae, the Toreador. Jean-Paul plays Ernesto Giovanni, the Giovanni. Mike plays Cameron Locke, the La Sombra. DJ Allen is the storyteller. From this... From the second yellow one from the top, basically, walking left, out of nowhere, the guy that disappeared, that you assume Raphael was talking about, <laughs> appears, walks straight out to the left, out of the gravestones, looks over at you guys, snaps his fingers, and he's gone. Okay. Did I do premonition to see when the other guy's going to come out so that maybe we can prepare him with the Torador and the Torador could do their charm thing and we can trap him? The other one didn't disappear. Yeah, the other one just walked away. Oh. You remember Raphael said he just did a circle around it and left. Yeah. Uh, could I premonition where... Uh, uh, let me see if it's if, if, is premonition tied to me or is it tied to, to could I say like could I try to premonition his future? Uh, I guess not. Whenever starts out this property, this power gets, no. Where's the user can activate can promise it by focusing on a subject. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna make a road check and then a result plus aspects. And the number of successes determines the level of insight of the subject. So my subject would be this dude. And you this have a clear image. You have a clear but translucent image of his face, so you know what he looks like. Yeah, when he first appeared, we saw his face before he just he vanished. Yeah. Um. So let me use the rouse because I'm forcing it. Rouse. Rouse is just a hunger check, right? Yeah. So it's two. Cool. Now let me do my resolve plus my five successes. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I can use the willpower to make it a critical. I kind of do need a lot of insight. Whatever, four successes. <clears throat> yeah, when you so when you try to maximize your crit, it'll actually re-roll your successes to try to get as many criticals as you can. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'll put down the willpower, and I got four successes. I tried to gamble it, and I lost. You are aware, or you know that he comes, that that guy comes here on a regular schedule. You can see that it's regular. He's forced to quite. You're not quite sure how regular it is, but you know that it is very regular. And it's more than once a month. Okay. It's even more than once a week. So after today, he returns? You, you know that much. He will return at least one more time this week. All right, so this is not like a safe house that they can just get rid of. This is something mm -hmm. important. Does he do anything else? Does, does he have a, like go to a family or something? or? You don't see that. Okay. You, you want me to fuck with you and roll the how does he die? <laughs> <laughs> I Figure mean... Out. You know what? Why don't you do that? Let's let's go down that road. Okay. And if it's different, then okay. Somebody fucked with it, and then they they get like penalties and shit. Oh, which I thought was cool. Final destination shit. I love this. I love this Roll shit, big. man. Roll big. Yeah. I've got something for you. 
Okay, I'm trying to find the the stats, which are um, okay. I'll be rolling a route, a cost one route check, and it's a result plus oblivion. So let me pay you that route check real quick. B two. Nice. Now let me do resolve. Just four plus two. Six two. Nice. Very nice. All right. Vess, Lance, and Knox. Here is what you see Ernesto physically do. <laughs> his hands reach out and grab whatever's closest to him, and his eyes roll up into the back of his head. He grabs at least one of you guys, and he grabs one of his other guys, and he, he grips you so tight you cannot get away. Okay. He's physically... That's physically what's happening. Ernesto, this is what you see. You see this dude clear as day in your club. He is backing away from something just white as a ghost, scared shitless up against the bar, saying, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to do it. I tried to do everything I could to keep it from happening. And your vision swings around, and you see the most scariest wolf-like entity that is at least nine and a half feet tall. And instead of fur coming out, it's like metal quills sticking out where the fur would be sticking out. And he has, like, shark teeth for teeth. And the hand has, instead of five digits, it's got seven digits on each hand. And the claws are coming out of each one. The first hand grabs into his flesh through his coat and shirt to kind of pull him up close to his face. And the second one grabs his head, kind of forces it off his neck and through your bar. The vision goes blank and you're back. Whoa. I think... Is is the, uh, uh, Ali? Is he is it abomination spikes? And is he known for being uh, 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 a werewolf with like spikes, or is he? Does the do we know he, if he looks different? Because we know he's like an abomination, <laughs> right? That's what you said that Ali is. That one was of that was my character in another game. Ah, okay. I'm sorry. I thought this Ali may was not, the same one. Yeah, okay. he may not may not be the same thing. In fact, it's likely he's not. Okay, okay. <coughs> Remember, abominations are not a good thing. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, this man. Uh, when you say my bar, do you mean. Uh, uh, sorry, Kevin, I forgot your character's name. Um, Vess. Vess. Do you mean Vess bar or do you mean a clubhouse? I mean, you... no, I mean your, your place of business that we. Because you had like a club where people came to like a house it was like a like a like a house right like a manor like it, it might look like a museum to some people right it's like a like a old school manor okay well then then it, go from club to manor because i guess mm-hmm. i wanted to be i wanted it to be in your where people come to you for business related things yeah that this would have it would have been that you, you yeah. know like a governor's house it'll be it's like a governor's house okay Yes, it is in your, it's in your, I guess, it's right up in your, right up in your shit. He's, this man's fate, his death is tied to my, to my, he dies in my territory and and he's killed by this, this creature that was werewolf, porcupine, shark, um, just a mix of, 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 of wild creatures, like some ancient abomination, and he was begging for his life. He was, he was begging that um, 
that uh, uh, for a second chance, saying that he he tried to fix it, uh, said they were colluding on something. What the fuck does that mean? Don't don't take this the wrong way, but has has your premonition or your your thing, your gift, ever been wrong? Not this one. This one is um, it's not a premonition. Um, this is uh, a lady of fate. Uh, just telling me what happens. All this information is somewhere in the underworld, right? It's recorded, and this is just me reading that information. Did it change? You, yes. Okay. Do you know when it happened? Let's see. Do I know when it happened? Do I get a maybe a, a what? Was there a clock there, or or, or the the. the uh, do I get a, a feel of the time? You think it happens within the next couple of months, at least. Within the next couple of months. Before. Oh, I I know time and place of death. It wasn't a critical win, but okay. So I told you that. I told you it's gonna happen. Do can I t- can I tell him the date exactly? Like I'm not gonna say it now, but could I say like you know uh, April? Yeah, you can. Let's let's go with a yeah. Tell them the date. We won't say it exactly, but we'll we'll know when it happens. This is when he's gonna. If nothing is done, if we don't do anything to 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 change it, this is what's gonna happen. He's gonna die on this day and at this place. Can it be changed? It could be changed by us, but the price is is one that um, you might not want to pay. Yeah, well, uh, okay. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to do next. To be quite honest. Do we have to do this? You want to touch the grave, the 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 stones? Do we have anyone we can throw at it? We can find some Torridor, uh, Vess. Sorry, I don't mean to call you by your clan. Bad habit. Uh, yeah. You have a lot of meetings with multiple empires. So it's hard to keep names. But do you have an ability to control somebody to come here? I can influence people if I can speak to them directly, but that's about it. I mean, I'm I'm a bit more persuasive than the average person, but I can't control people. Yeah, that would be me. Oh, sorry. You, you you do so many things. Uh, I I don't even know. Uh, you're a bag of surprise. So if you could do that, then let's just get a uh, somebody up the street. You know, Portland has a problem. <laughs> We're solving it one person at a time. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> right, Clean. You gotta you gotta call the herd. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose we could do that. Um, <clears throat> I look around. Is there um, is there a mortal nearby? Two homeless just fucking in the graveyard. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Let's yeah. There's uh there's sure there's there's two people that, uh, that set up tents in, uh, in a couple of trees. I mean they're they're looking for places to sleep. Okay, this is probably gonna make me hungry. So I look at. The two, the two, um, actually, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll look at the two and give each of them a 20 and tell them the first one to just go around and the second one to do the, the, the pattern. I'll just give them a 20 each to do that at the stones. And I tell the second one to do the, uh, the, the second walk and touch the two stones and explain all that to them. Okay. It takes you. 45 minutes to explain how to do <laughs> what? what you want them to do. <clears throat> it can't They're, be that fucking drunk. <laughs> to no, they, 45 minutes. They have, a, they have a fourth grade education at best. Alright. I mean, Knox, Knox is so bored after the first 20 minutes, he is like, he just he sits laying down. I'm on the ground and, staring at the stars right now. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, I want to throw them in the air. 
there's a star missing. Let's see if we can use them to do that, to fill in the blanks. Okay, so the first guy, he starts where you tell him to start, and he walks the circle around the thing, and he's like, he, he kind of like wanders away from the thing, so like you told him to, and then the other guy starts in the right spot, and he walks past the third stone, and he goes up and touches the one, and he touches the other one, and he turns around, and he walks straight down, and he bursts into flames, and he's gone. Sense the unseen. Woohoo! Well, you don't need to sense the unseen, because he's in a pile of ash right where... Oh, okay. Right where do I see his ghost? Yes, you do. Oh, and his ghost is going, what the fuck just happened? I try to ignore <laughs> it. Like, try to pretend I don't talk to ghosts. <laughs> what, what is surrounding us right now? What is surrounding you right now? So what's the, the topography right now? Uh, I mean, there's woods and, and some headstones here and there and, and grass and... Rocks, logs, sticks, trees. Yeah, rocks, logs, sticks, trees, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm losing patience. So I'm going to go and try to find some big old rocks and chuck them at the not yellow headstones. From a distance. <laughs> All right. Take a couple of steps back. Oh, and by... Oh, wait, no. I can't. I can't... Uh, yeah, anyways. Nobody's, no throw... one's going to believe... No one's going to believe the, the homeless guy anyway. Yeah, the, as soon as he saw his buddy go up in flames, he, he just took fucking off bolted. Like, all right, then. Well, <laughs> all right. That, so that while Knox that? is throwing at all the blue... No, the blue ones, does everyone want to roll uh, wits and awareness? Yeah. He's well, or am I too busy? Uh, no, you stuff? you can do it too. You you're just you're just aiming, and uh, you're you're thinking also. Woo! Oh. Average awareness. Oh, do you know how to roll, Bess? Figuring it out. It's uh, up. It's the exclamation V space the number of dice you roll space One the success. number of hunger die. Okay. Wow, Aaron, that was terrible. Yeah, it was. But I'm you're just distracted. Rocks. I'm not paying attention. Yeah, you're, you're just throwing rocks. <clears throat> All right. There we go. Three right. successes. Oh, yeah, you need to put a space for in the number of hunger next time. Yeah. Do I have yeah. hunger? Yeah, you we should. We never yeah. actually discussed how hunger actually works. You, so always, every have time you, you always have one. Every time you wake ah, up, okay. yeah, you always have one. So Unless you, you kill a mortal. Yeah. You kill a mortal and you can get zero hunger. By, by drinking them, okay. yeah. If you drink, if you drain someone dry, then you go to down to zero. But otherwise, you're always at one. And depending on disciplines and rouse checks and stuff, it may increase. Yeah, I was I was looking through the book for the hunger information, and it had everything about how it increases, but nothing about where you start. Yeah, so. you start at one normally. Okay. Um, All right, I can reroll. No, no, it's okay. Like it's fine. It's just like you pass your hunger. You have yeah. you, uh, the uh, the nine was a hunger roll, and you passed it. Yeah, that's it. Like it's there's nothing nothing tremendously horrible about what you did there. All right. So except for Aaron, who's he's just throwing rocks at headstones, kind of distracted. Uh, the other three of you may have figured out that it's got something to do with the way the guy walked around the headstones in the first place, not just walking around the headstones. There may have been a precision to the way he walked around the headstones. How how did he walk around the headstone? Well, I look at, I guess Ernesto can tell us. Well, how, okay. So how if, did, how did they walk? I have to call Raphael, but Nox, did you put cameras in here? I thought you put like deer trap things, like deer cam thing. I came you went back to Best Buy. I came back and kind of stuck up some some trail cams, hunting cams. 
Yeah, he went to all Best right. Buy and bought all that shit. Nice. <clears throat> Do you have something you can play it on portably? I mean, I don't know how those things work. Cell phone. Okay. Also, Vess has a laptop <laughs> with them. A shit ton of laptops. <laughs> well, Vess right. carries their laptop around with them. Okay. So. so if you're watching the video, yeah. both of the people doing the headstone things are walking as if they are military precision stuff. So the person doing the outside lap is literally, when they reach the point where they turn, it is a very sharp turn every time they make the turn. Same thing with the guy going through. And then when he does the 180, it's like he's doing the the spin around. The heel click the spin? Person. The what? Yeah. The heel click and spin? It's, well, I mean, would you not call German. it that? JP? <laughs> it's a pivot. Yeah, so just, yeah. Pivot. one of the color guards, like, doing their, you know, they click their heel okay. and they spin, they keep walking forward. Because as I mean... I seen it in in the in the, uh, the the lost soldier thing it's very it's very military like in the way they're doing the movements now they're it's not necessarily precise. marching but when they turn mm-hmm. it's very sharp okay so it's very precise and also the uh, what about the distance to the headstones like is it very very close like is it a tight perimeter is it a little bit you know wider do they leave a little bit of room in between that sort of thing so like, or is it, like, precisely tight around the, the headstones? It seems there was, like, about, I don't know, an arm, like the, I don't, I don't want to say an arm width, the hand, hand width yeah. Yeah. around. This is some Clo- Close center. enough to where he could just, you know, touch it, but not reach too far, I guess. Okay, fuck it. I'm going to go and do exactly that. No, wait, yeah. wait, no. Oh, God. Are you going to do the circle, or are you going to do the touching of the headstones? Send somebody to do it. We need two people to do it. Vessel volunteer. Right. So you go around exactly the way they did, and I'll do the second path, and I'll touch the stones. Okay. Yeah. If you, well, you anything you need me to take care of if you die, anybody I need to let know. <laughs> Torridor and Tremere. Well, Vess is going to be fine. I'm the one who's you know probably going to be cooked. Anybody I need to call? No. Or Morgan. Your history. Okay. Honestly, I'll be dead. Don't don't give a toss. Yeah, At that pretty point, much. That's pretty much don't care. Can I have your territory? Wow. Is it going to be up to you? Have it, have it, have it. It's all yours. You heard it right there. If you can keep keep it, it's yours. (laughs) Right? If you can hold it, it's yours. While recreating the uh, the one person's walking style and path and everything, Bess is going to use uh, the level one celerity ability, Cat's Grace. So automatically passes any dexterity checks or anything to uh, balance properly for it. Okay. Nox, you know you and me are going to have to do this <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Rock, yeah. paper, scissors, shoot to see who... Uh... Well, <laughs> if it works. If he goes up in flames, then we're done. No, <laughs> We're not doing it. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he has some success, I'll go and touch the, the, the stones too. Or... Or, and just hear me out, maybe you wait to see if he comes back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it'll take an entire day to come back or whatever it is. Right, so. Because, I mean, if you send too many people in and nobody comes back, then you're like, well, (laughs) there, there, we just, there's four guys down, I guess. I'll just go home now. That's the end of that story. (laughs) I'm the Adarchs now. (laughs) (laughs) I got everyone's territory. (laughs) It's all up to you guys. All right. Cat's Grace. Here we go. Vess walks the perimeter. Precision. And I assume you mosey away from the headstones a little bit. Yeah, like the other person did. Yeah. Just 
recreating the previous scene exactly. Then Lance, you're recreating the second person. Yeah. Touch the first one. Touch the second one. Don't trip. 180. Walk Head out. And south. Lance disappears. No flames. No flames. What do I see? Oh, what do you see? Where am I? Am I still there? You are still there. Okay. So I'm still there. First, before I tell you where you're at, Vess, you You know... You burst the plate. No, wait. (laughs) Vess, you know that Lance is still undead. I mean, you know that he still exists. You don't know why you know that he still exists, but you are completely aware that he is not dead. Or final dead, I guess I can say. That's good. So, I mean, if you if you choose to share that with anybody else, that's up to you. So, I'm I actually, sure he'll I actually be start fine. waving at everyone. So I'm like, going to tell Vass, do that again! <laughs> do it again! <laughs> and I'm there like, can I'm just doing this. So Obviously, no, you're you you can't see anybody else. Oh, I can't yeah, see anybody else. You're gone. Oh, black room. Imagine no lights for a second. Okay, no, no, I'm at the same spot, but I can't see them. Right. No. All right. Where you are at, yeah, is a very large room. Okay. It's about it's about a hundred meters long. It's about 30 meters wide. The edge of the room does have a like a, a step up around the edge. I'd say it's about a... It's just a step up. I mean, it's just like a... It's just like a, a one little step. Okay. Um, the step is about... Uh, it's, it's a couple of... I, I don't know why I used meters. Um... <laughs> It's a, it's a couple of feet. Yeah, it's a couple of feet wide, um, and it does have statues all going down the sides, but not at the ends. Each statue is holding a brazier, and that brazier is on fire or has a fire coming out of it. Okay. Each fire is green. Okay. So it's got a very weirdly lit room. The floor of the room <coughs> is a checkerboard pattern. It alternates dark and white squares. In the dead center of that hall is a podium, and there is a book on that podium. Draped at either end of the hall on a tapestry... Is a tap sorry, is a tapestry. <laughs> On the end that you initially are staring at is the symbol, the circle with the uh, Okay, that, that's the tapestry is across is like uh, the other end, across from me? Yeah, across from you. The one when you first appeared in the room. Yeah. The one that you initially see is the symbol. And then when you spin around, the tapestry behind you is a new symbol. Okay, so the tapestry in front is the old. Is the original symbol that you saw. Front. With symbol. Okay. And behind. Is an onk. Okay. With wings. And the wings are like spread out in a like a where it's getting ready to fly pattern. Is there, are there any door? You said there's a step. Like right in front of me, coming down, like well, there's the sound of it. You're you're down in front of the steps. I mean, you if you turned around, you yeah. could step up on the ledge, and the ledge just goes around the edge of the room. There's no All doors right. in or out of the room. Right. All the statues, the faces, just look human. Okay. They're just big statues that you can see. Um, I'd like but, to walk. Mm-hmm. Each but, statue, I should say, is dressed like a different culture on the planet. Egyptian, uh, Mayan, Native American, Russian, uh, 
what's Greek. the what's the oldest culture? What's the the most recent culture that I can see in those statues? Ooh, that's a good question. I did not expect that question. <laughs> um, wow. Revolutionary War veteran. Is the most recent. Is the most recent. Okay. Uh, so American Revolutionary War veteran. Yeah, yeah. Are dressed as. Each one is a warrior class. I should say that. Yeah. And culture warrior. Okay, so ancient Egyptian. You, you can tell there's an Egyptian. There's a samurai there. There's a there's a jaguar warrior. There's a there's a Spartan there. Um, there's a centurion there. Okay, so the, it is the Egyptian the oldest? Is there something older? There's one you can't identify. Okay. Man, does he look grisly. <laughs> but he looks jacked. <laughs> I was just holding Frazier. Okay. Um, I'd like to walk to the podium. Uh, I bet you would. Yeah. Without touching anything. Without touching the book. Without can I can I uh, can I read the title of the book? It has no title. Color is it like brown and? The book, the book itself is, you want to say it's leather, but you're not sure it's leather. And around the edges are a, is a metallic decorative substance. And there is a key on the edge, a keyhole, sorry, a keyhole on the edge to a latch that has, is, is, it appears to be locked. So it looks like a, 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 I mean, it's a thick book too. I mean, it's it, it's it's a big, big it's book. A big book. But the the leather looks like it's black, like black. It's textured. Are there any openings, any doors, <laughs> any? Nothing, nothing that you can. I mean, there's nothing. It just looks like a long hall. Okay. I'd like to activate Sense the Unseen. And do I see anything else, anything extra that I haven't seen? Did you shut Sense the Unseen off before? Uh, no, no, actually I haven't. Okay. So, each of the statues has a little kind of glow to it. It's kind of like a wispy glow coming off of it yeah like a like a fan is blowing like smoke off of it the the glow of each statue is slightly different in color it's not like a wild it's not like a blue and a red and an orange it's just like a variations of gray each one has a different variation of gray yeah. and it doesn't seem to be age based or anything like that um even coming from behind the statue, and all statues look like they're butted right up against the wall, like they're, like, carved out of the wall, even. Um, the pattern on the floor, the light squares also seem to have that coming from around them, because there's also coming from the inner part of the light squares, the little wispy gray stuff, a little okay. bit. Okay, okay. You can't see a ceiling. Like, it is so high up, it just fades to black. Okay. What about the two tapestries and the book, the podium? Is there anything emanating from them? You don't see anything at present, but it feels like there's a connection between the three objects or the the podium and the tapestries 
as if you can see a thread somehow connecting them yeah somehow i'd like to touch the tapestry that was behind me so you're gonna walk all the way to the <laughs> you're gonna walk all the way over right, did you touch the book at all no did you touch the podium at all no all right you're gonna walk all the way over the tapestry yeah and touch it yeah all right you want you step up and you touch the onk tapestry yeah all of a sudden you're walking out of the gravestones and you're back in the graveyard yeah <laughs> yeah figured as much figured as much uh What happened? Uh, so I explained the, the room. I was like, explain the room. Tell them what I saw. It looks like sort of like a, a way station or, you know, like a, a train station kind of thing where you would go so that you could go somewhere else. I uh, had a feeling that the second tapestry, the front one, may have got me, you know, to the next chamber. But clearly the three things were connected. So perhaps there's some sort of sequence to go somewhere else. What if... You were to remove an item. Uh, your guess is as good as mine at this point. Okay. <clears throat> How I much mean, time do we have left before we have to go to the other thing? Uh, I'm going to call it... Uh, I'm going to call it uh, 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So you have enough time to prepare yourselves. Yeah. And since Ernesto uh, popped out for a bit, we'll no, assume that he. Oh, okay. Did you hear him? Um, he, no. he let you know everything that he saw. <laughs> I saw this long room um, with that was lined with statues. Uh, and they were all dressed in different cultures from like, you know, in something older than ancient Egypt to, you know, the uh, Revolution War. Uh, the podium, there's a podium in the center with a book. There are two tapestries where I started off and were an across. The one across had this circle symbol. The one behind had the Ankh with like wings spreading out. Uh, I couldn't read anything from the book. But touching the, the the tapestry that was where I started, I came back here. And I'm assuming it's some sort of like crossroad kind of setup where you go there so you can go somewhere else kind of thing. And I'll just, I'll just say, well, it bears, it bears investigating. I mean, it needs to be studied. Unless, unless we can figure out exactly what to do in that room to go where. I mean, if we try things willy-nilly, we might, we might just get lost. What language was the book? Were you able to at least? See I couldn't that? read the book. It was locked. It needed a key to be opened. I didn't dare touch it. Not sure what would have happened had I touched it and touched the tapestry. I may have been teleported elsewhere. No, not quite. Not quite fond of being lost just just yet. Right. So we know who has the key. The kid who. Yeah. Who teleported back? Fucked off. Yeah. But he's still in town. Yeah. This is where he's gonna die. Remember, he's gonna die in town. So I'm gonna have my guys put up. You know, keep an eye out on him. See if we can find him. See if we can. Yeah. We should unite. Off him. Yeah, we should put our resources together and just have eyes all over the city. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless it would be nice if we can get him alive so he could tell us what that room is, how to operate it, whatever. 
alive or dead, like I said. Right, you could do that. That's just a good point. But, but yeah, yeah, alive. Alive. Uh, fear of death. It can loosen tongues. If he's already dead, well, you know. But, okay. Oh. Alright, yeah. Uh, it's a bit weird. You got about 45 minutes to comfortably make it back to the clubhouse to set everything up for the, the ghost re-meeting. Yeah, we should we should probably do that for tonight. To the go to the clubhouse. Knocks <laughs> <laughs> you you uncharacteristically silent. You got you got anything you want to say? What? You uncharacteristically silent. Oh no, just listening. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and feed. At least one, one hunger from my herd. My, my herd gives it from, to me for free, right? Or does it lower the difficulty? I forgot. Let me check. I think it's one. I think you get your herd for free. Yeah, let me look for it. I can't Bad imagine ones. that they're going to fight much. Yeah. That's what your herd is for. All right. Back at the clubhouse. Edward lets you know that Gay, uh, Gabriel, that's not right, Grady, Grady was there a little bit early, uh, Codex, while creeping everybody out a little bit, was also there, uh, Codex had the most stuff to set up, I mean, he has computers going on, he set up, um, video cameras and, and, uh, microphones, and he's got, he's got, books and notepads and all kinds of shit laid out all over the place. He's got his little setup over there and he won't let anyone in it because he's going to stand in that little area while the whole thing's going on. Because he assumes that er, he, he assumes that Ernesto's going to be in this very specific area and that's where the whole event is going to happen because Codex needs to hear what's going on. So, uh... I'm going to go up to Codex. <clears throat> Hello, Knox. Hey, um, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for showing up. And I'm going to hand him the computer that I purchased from Best Buy. <laughs> oh, uh, standard? Uh, this top of the line, best I could buy. I'm sure so? I can use it for spares. Spare parts. <laughs> but I appreciate the effort. I just wanted to say thank you being present here, if it turns out to be what I think it will be. It's going to be all the payment that's necessary. But I will use this. Perfect. He sets it in a bag that's looks like it held a whole shit ton of other equipment. And Grady's just kind of sitting in a chair, because, I mean, he he needs to hear what's going on, because, I mean, he just kind of... Need to know. The the place is gonna happen, or so it's like um you know those seance, big round table, dark room in like some fucking Victorian library or some shit like that. So just a big ass table, and then of course Codex has this little section where where he's all set up. Yeah. But we're all we're sitting like on a, on a round table with a candle and skull and you know creepy shit. No. We, if, we have to. <laughs> if I need a name for an episode, it's Candle, Skull, and Creepy Shit. How can Giovanni Hermano? Where you expect? You're lucky there's no corpses lying around. Giovanni Hermano. <laughs> no, this is the clubhouse. I thought this was. The oh clubhouse. yeah, right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We're at the right. clubhouse. Still have a, yeah, still have a creepy, yeah. creepy clubhouse conference. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right. And so, just out of character here, this was the lady that you called that, um... In the bathroom. I don't remember. In the bathroom, but... <laughs> in the bathroom. At the, uh, at the cemetery, right? No, at the or donut shop. Voodoo Donuts. Voodoo Donuts that was, um... Tied to the card, to the calling card. She was the owner of those calling cards. 
of that calling card or the creator of that calling card. Okay. And then she spoke like ancient Egyptian or something. I think that you, oh, because she was, no, she was speaking, she speaks the language that everybody seems to not be able to speak. Um, I think that you were calling, you were, she was the, she was tied to the symbol, I think is what you were after. Yeah. Yes. Because she was possibly okay. hurt by it or something like that. Okay. Just so I'm, hopefully I don't undo something that we did in the last episode. <laughs> It's fine. It's hey, ghosts. Nothing. Ghosts. Nothing ghost sometimes is worse than contradicting something you did in the previous episode. No, hey, hey, man. Like I said, it's ghosts. This ghost could come up and say, "Hey, I'm a new person. I'm actually, you know, somebody else." And we're like, "Fuck." You know, it's fucking ghosts. We don't know what the fuck ghosts do. I like that. Try to be consistent. I try anyway. Right. Yeah. All right. You got your conference table. Everybody standing away from the conference table, like around the perimeter, away from Ernesto, or do you guys want to be closer? Let him do his shit. Stand back a bit. Oh, <laughs> I'm sitting the, right. I'm at the at the head of the table trying to. And I uh, lo- and I activate sense the unseen. I'm just chilling out, sitting in a chair. Best, <laughs> you just what are you doing? Just waiting and watching, really. All right. Just checking. All right. The lights seem to dim. Maybe they don't. I don't know. And the same woman appears around the conference table that you met in the bathroom of Voodoo Donuts. (laughs) (laughs) And she is speaking, speaking the language that nobody seems to understand. Who can see this? Everybody. I, I When I summon a ghost, the reason why I've summoned them is to turn them material. Otherwise, they're just floating around in the in the okay. other room. And, and I have my sense the unseen to see if any, you know, whatever magic that he uses. See if I can see anything. What, uh, so if it would... Oblivion. So he would be seeing like like if he was looking at La Sombra, so shadows coming out of me and shit. Okay, that would that was my question. So yes, oblivion. Mm-hmm. Shadows attached to yeah her. I'm like hmm, interesting. <clears throat> so she's speaking the language, kind of like looking at you. Appears to be asking a question, and Grady, you can hear in the back going. I, mm, this wasn't what I thought it was. I mean, it's 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 older than I'm going to be able to do. <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. No, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. How much is older than you can, how, what's the oldest you can do? Uh, I mean, I, I got some Sumerian, I mean, it's, it's, there's got, there's some Sumerian roots in there, but I mean, this, it's, it's older than that. Well, hang on. How can it be older than Sumerian? Wasn't Sumerian the first language? Yeah. Codex goes no, and he's he's A furiously man. he <laughs> is furiously writing and typing stuff, and he's still recording. And he's like shh shh shh. <laughs> he's like he, he's motioning to the lady to keep talking. Can you direct um, her towards him? Uh, she, when she sees him, she's like shudders a little bit and doesn't want to look at him. So, I mean, he's, he's really fugly. Cause, um, God, I don't remember if I described him. I'm pretty sure he's the one that I said he had a, like a cone like head and some weird ass hair coming off of it. He's not pretty. He's not a pretty, pretty Nosferatu. I'm, I'm going to look at Codex and be like, is there anything you want me to do? How can I help? So she's she's still furious. I mean she's 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 talking and he's he's still motioning and then um, he takes a big pad and he he draws some symbols on him and he holds it up and she goes quiet for a second and she points and holds up two fingers and then he's like he, he brings the pad down and then he writes a little bit more and then he holds them up and then she seems to be 
yeah, so they, they do that for a few minutes, and and then he's like, okay, we're not going to be able to talk to her tonight. I'm going to need to contact someone to help with this. This language is 27,000 years old. What is the language? It doesn't have a name. Okay. This predates the first city. So is this caveman shit like hand on the wall stuff? It predates cavemen. Interesting. Well, does that mean it predates mankind? Yeah. Yes. Or is it from another planet? I, that's, that's not my area. Yeah, I think so. There will be sounds in this language that I physically can't make, but the person that I will be running this by, that has connections, they will have people that can make these sounds. I'm sure Mr. Giovanni will be able to bring them here. Do what you need to do to get her to come back again in the future. Now that I have the base, though, I can definitely find the person that can make the language work. And what we are talking about, visually at least, is the basic alphabet. So far, we have worked out 14 of the letters. I'm not sure which order they're in yet, but we're working on that. So is, is the symbol, the circle with the right angle, is that a letter? in the language it seems to be of an organizational nature like a, a flag or a a banner a banner uh, uh, kingdom kingdom a badge a crest crest a family crest coat of arms coat of arms what's it called does that have a name I'll see if I can get her to say. She she shudders every time she sees it. So he's back and forth with her a little bit. She keeps calling it the Baclaw. The Baclaw or Puclaw? Baclaw with a B. Baclaw. I don't know if that's the name of the symbol or if that's the name of the family or the organization. But that's what she keeps telling me. Okay. We need to translate that as much, as quickly as we can. So make that your priority, Codex, please. Codex, I'm, you have my information. Contact me when you figure out what you need to figure out. In the meantime, if you need our help with anything, let us know. Tell your contacts they'll have the hospitality of the Giovanni. When they come to our city, they'll be treated as uh, princes. How how set up is the Giovanni, or the Hecata, or whatever you're calling yourself these days, and well, in the world? How do you mean set up? So, wise yeah, we uh, we got our fingers across the, the United States. As as you know, we've lost the Shrek net, which has been a very powerful hit to us yes i heard we might be able to help you with that maybe not with the track net but with your information delivery process that would be very very helpful yeah we have the means of delivering information we've been doing it for eons um that are quite difficult to um to intercept especially by mortals We will remain in contact. I should not be making these deals. Mm. I will get Stoneheart in contact with you. Okay. Because reestablishing, reestablishing anything that like Shreknet would be very, very helpful. Have you thought using animals, pigeons? I, I hear your kind is has the ability to talk to them. So perhaps, um, you know, delivering your your messages to pigeons, as we do with ghosts. I do use pigeons quite often. 
not as reliable. I mean, you can't Fair. have them memorize anything. And of course, coded messages only go as far as the code depth can go. But mm -hmm. we will work on that. Yep, we will. But please make sure she comes back. Uh, do whatever you need to do to compel her to come back because we are definitely establishing something and I am hoping that the person that I will be contacting has more of the alphabet here and can formulate words at least. How much time do you need to work through this? I would be shocked if I needed more than a week. Okay. I mean, we have the symbol. We also have she, she's able to communicate with you. I'm pretty sure that that in its own right would would uh, incentivize her to to come here, right? She can finally talk to somebody. Good, good. So summoning her should not be a problem. So she seems to f be fading kind of in and out a little bit. Kind of looks at you, Ernesto, for... Uh, what to do next, even though she can't really communicate with you. I guess I bow, right? Or like I, I, I try to say goodbye. Yeah, I do this in a friendly manner. So she knows, you know, it's not, it just, it is what it is. And then she'll, she'll kind of bow back and then fade, fade from sight. And then Grady will go over to uh, talk to Codex for a few minutes, quietly. So you've just witnessed a ghost that can't speak English. Um, the noises that she was making, some of them you don't think even you guys could produce with your mouths. These two, they look ugly, the, the Cappadocians. So uh, those two are probably making friends <laughs> in their ugliness. In their little short conversation, Grady also kind of turns and goes, um, I don't know the same people that Codex knows, but I think that I also know someone that might be able to help Codex. So I'm going to contact somebody, too. Thank you. And we're going to work. We're going to definitely work this out. This. Yeah, there's that was way older than what I know what I'm doing. But I mean, I can definitely help him out. Yeah. Cheers. So Grady hand some info over to uh, to uh, Codex and then you know takes his leave. And before Codex leaves, Vess uh, wants to try to get a minute to talk to him. Absolutely. It's going to take him a while to tear down his setup. So uh, you have you have your moment, sir. Uh, All right. Vess. So Vess is going to go over and ask Codex if um, sorry maybe not him because he's super busy and best gets that but are there any other local Nosferatu that he knows who um, are who are able to do discreet <coughs> work and enjoy a challenge well there are many any. Anyone that I can trust not to sell my information to the highest bidder when I give them the task. I'm sure we could find someone that would would fit. Uh, we we can definitely talk about. I can I can put you in contact with one of my one of my clan that can definitely discuss an information trade. Fantastic. Thank you so much. No problem. Where's the big guy that came with Codex? Uh, the headstone? <laughs> the big golem guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't uh, know where he is, well, but he's around. Yeah, he's he's around. Um, okay. He's handy to have around, too. So Codex basically packs up all this stuff and then uh, heads out. Portions of the materials are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with permission. All rights reserved. 
For more information, please visit white-wolf.com.